The coding durability test puts XS through a cycle of 10,000 strums. Through the lens of a microscope, it is clear that XS retains its composition better than other coded strings. Testing complete. With my friend Jared James Nichols at the basement east in Nashville. Jared, good What's to up? see you, man. I'm so glad to be back, man. Good. Yeah, you, well, you're never gone. Yeah, I'm never, <laughs> never gone. You're everywhere. Yes. And Kent, congrats on this new signature. Let's hear all about it. Okay, this is the Premier Guitar Premier Exclusive. <laughs> I'm saying it right now. This is my brand new signature with Epiphone. God. The third iteration of my single pickup. Les Paul Custom. Right. And this is in Pelham Blue. It's like a matte Pelham Blue. It's awesome. I don't know if it captures on the camera. I can't take a good picture of it yet, but like it could be like kind of silver or it could be like super blue. Yeah. All blue. Oh, love it. It's loaded with a signature, Seymour Duncan. Yeah. Okay. Now you went with a dog ear. Yeah. That's a cool choice. Yeah, man. I got one guy, Leslie West. Oh, really? So for me, like, I love the simplicity of a dog ear. Yeah. Because when you roll up the volume. Oh, yeah. It's just like, it's like a microphone. <laughs> it is. And I feel like it's kind of archaic in a way that like, you know, pickups can filter out, you know, like, like a great humbucker. It's like, oh, yeah, it really captures my tone. This captures everything. Yeah, right. The good and the bad. Yeah, yeah. And I just always love the attack of a P90. I feel like it can be super snarly. Can I play a little bit? Oh, God, that's what I so, was hoping for, man. So if I have my volume down. Yeah. Bring the volume up. Oh. I use my fingers, too, so like I can get that. Yeah. And then all the way up. It's just got all the shades I love. Man, and that's what's, what I love about your plane. There's all this nuance in it. All yeah. this, I mean, you might only have one pickup, but you mm -hmm. get like every tone. I feel like um, a lot of people, maybe when they'd see me play or hear me, they go, oh, it's gonna be loud. It's gonna be super aggressive. And there's a lot of shades of that, yeah. but I'm so obsessed with like the tone, the touch, right. the feel of it. So like, you know, growing up, listening to Jeff Beck, rest in peace, Albert yeah. King, guys right. like that, like the super feel stuff to me is where it's at. So even when I'm playing like high gain, I'm always thinking about, you know, the, the 
notes in between the bends and getting the you know the the feel just right. Right. And with my fingers too, I feel like it gives it a different tone. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's all that kind of nuance and expression. I, I, yeah, I love that, man. Thanks, man. That's yeah. I'm a fan. I'm a lefty, <laughs> so that's where it originated. Oh, really? Yeah. So I tried to use a pick, and it never like I was really uncoordinated, oh. and then I started to just use my thumb, and then I brought this finger in. Then I started to add basically thumb, index, middle, sometimes even my ring finger. It's like uh, I can like pick chords differently. I can play this a lot of the same riffs that someone could do with a pick, but play them and they sound a lot different. It's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, it, it definitely gives you your own your own thing. I, yeah, yeah love that. And I man, I love that guitar. So do you ever play Old Glory, the old original? I still have it. It needs a fret job. Oh God, I, I bet. Yeah, no. Hi Miles. Hi Miles. I remember being on tour with Zach Wild, and Zach. Uh, this was years ago. I had the original Old Glory, and all of his necks were like sanded down. So like, I was yeah. like, Zach, can we sand my neck down? He's like, Yeah, sand. It down. <laughs> yeah, let's so, <laughs> so legit. That's like two Viking warriors oh, together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, I would look. You know, like, after that tour it was amazing. He gave me a bunch of like guitars and a pedal board and stuff. And Old Glory came back like Zachified. So it's got like a sanded down neck. Cool. It's got like an Old Glory flag. Oh, things awesome. Perfect. I gotta bust it back out. Yeah, yeah. When I I remember seeing you back in the day with that guitar, thinking he's gonna just that's gonna fall apart. That oh, guitar yeah. is just gonna disintegrate because oh, you yeah, no no restraint, just beating it like it owes you money. I I'm always attracted to the little bit more of the wild side yeah. of playing. Um, not necessarily. I'm definitely not like a shred like a shredder. But there's something about I don't know. Whenever I pick up a guitar, it's like probably like everyone watching this, it's like it's my favorite thing in the world, yeah. like you. And there's something that the more I dig in, like the more I get into it. Yeah. So man, I'll start playing, man, and I'll just. Just, I love it. I love it. I love to play. <laughs> I love it too. That is so great. Yeah, okay, man. man. So, congratulations on that. I know you've got a few others we got to oh, see. Oh, yeah. We got some fun stuff. Up next is a really, really cool guitar. It's going to get loud for a sec. <laughs> oh, it's been loud. For the record, <laughs> I've seen a lot of bands in this uh, venue and I've played in this venue and I've never heard anything louder. Yes. Than <laughs> I win! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check this one out, John. Yeah. This is a really cool guitar. This guitar belongs to my friend Charlie Daughtry, who runs the um, sure. Les Paul Forum. Yeah. Great friend, and I love this thing. I So back to the P90, single thing. Right. This is where the glory dream originated. But what's cool about this one is it's from 1959. So... That's just, a good year. Yeah. Good year I, for I, Les Pauls. But the cool part is, you know, and now everyone in the comments can tell, like, the real story, but I believe in 58, they switched to the double cut. So yeah, I think, um, I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I I'm don't pretty know. sure like the red double cuts yeah. started in 58. Some nerd in there will say Just it tell us. <laughs> Just tell us. He'd be like, hey, hey I, dummy. I it was think it was yeah, May I think it was 7th of 59. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody will know the date, right. I have rarely seen like 59 single cuts. And yeah. something about this guitar is just really cool. It has a really articulate tone. And the reason I brought it today, it's been Grovered. So it's got Grovers on it. I love the Grovers. So, Grovers do something to guitars. Yeah. I know it might sound crazy, like, 
But whenever they play them, I feel like it has a different sound. So I, I was playing a 56 for a while that I borrowed from Charlie, and this one had a different sound. So let me play it. You can kind of get a vibe. Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Nice tone. God, great. And, uh, you know, moving along with this thing, like, I just like it because although it has a lot of the same configuration, you'll notice how much darker this guitar sounds than the new one, of right. course. Um, but I just thought it was so cool. It's like a 59. And when I get into my, my crazy mode, this thing just starts screaming like in a... Trio, it's rocking, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like the thicker and the <laughs> grosser, the better. <laughs> yeah. But I just thought this was a really cool guitar to show. Oh yeah, fantastic! It's, I love it. So far, we're two for two. Two for two. That's. Uh, <laughs> we got up next one of my favorite guitars in the world. Oh, I remember this one. Yeah, you remember this one from I, the boat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I think are your last rig rundown on the uh, Bonamassa cruise. Yes. I think you had this one with you. I did. So this is. Bringing up Charlie again. Oh, volumes. Um, I got this from Charlie a few years ago. He had a bunch of Les Paul sitting there, and this one spoke to me. Simply put, man, this is one of those ones that just inspires me to play. Right. You know, and it's a, a 1953. Um, it it obviously started its life as a gold top, right? You can still see. Maybe you can show in the details, but it's gold underneath this painted red. Oh, that's great. So they just shot right over. Yeah. They like rattle canned it. Over, they rattle canned that thing. Over. God, they did. <laughs> yeah, man. That is rattle can, right? But the best part about here. all these guitars like this yeah. is I can play them and not worry about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So someone was like, oh, man, you should take it back or you know, restore it to the gold. I was like, no, no. never. No. I'll get back to the gold by, yeah. by wearing on it. Yeah, yeah, you're getting there right now. Totally. Yeah. So this kind of guitar, um, this style Les Paul, it has a nice wide neck to it and it has a thin ear. You guys can see I like oh, like wraparounds. Wow. So like yeah. the earliest ones had really thin. Wow, that kinda is kind of cool, thin. right? Right. I've never noticed that before. That is really thin. It's really thin. Yeah. Try and find another one of those. Right. I looked for one that was like two grand because this one's got a crack in it. So I was doing a string change and I was like, oh no. Oh no. No. <laughs> but um, yet again, man, I just play them. I love them. And uh, this one's no doubt. You want to hear it? Oh, yes. Let's play it.
It's got a really nice neck pickup too, man. Check this out. And then of course, rolling it back. Fabulous. You know what the crazy thing is? There's Sound not, good? It sounds okay. amazing. And it's not, there's not that much of like a, of a 60 cycle thing going on. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, cause you're louder than damn it, but it's not like, <laughs> it's not, it's not horrible. Yeah, no, it's, it's actually, it's just part of it, man. It doesn't bother me at all. I, uh, I learned really quick when I started to tour with like P90 guitars that it's like, you gotta be able to hide it. Right. You gotta be able to know where to fill in the space. Yeah. And I remember uh, a guitar player friend I was on tour with, like one of my first like big tours was with the bass player Glenn Hughes from yeah. Deep Purple. Oh, sure, yeah. And we did like 60 shows across Europe and Doug Aldrich was on guitar. Oh, wow. And he was like- Doug's amazing. Yeah, he goes, playing those P90s? And like he was down by the stage, I was like, yeah. And I had a gnarly 60 cycle going. He's like, you gotta be like a gunslinger, man. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and he's like, he's like, gotta go in and out. And then I thought about it and I was like, He's kind of right. So when I do yeah. play, like, let's say I'm playing something, like right. you can hear the buzz, yeah. but what I'll do is, it's almost like I make it one motion. And then I'm right. always riding, and like, I do it without intentionally doing it, but I'm always riding the volume, the tone, yeah. muting when I need to. Right, I think that whole, that no pick thing really, mm -hmm really helps with that. You, I think that's where your whole kind of nuanced expression comes from. Yeah, and even like, someone will probably say in the comments, like, this guy just plays dirty. But like, even when you're playing like clean stuff, you know, yeah. like, uh, um, like, like. When I use my fingers, like a. Going to this pickup. I love to massage the guitar. Yeah, you know? beautiful, man. Yeah. yeah. So love that's it. Old Red. Okay, love Old Red. Okay, now we're gonna bring out a guitar that a friend brought to the show tonight for me to especially play. And I thought that this would be really cool to show everyone. If they haven't seen it, they're gonna dig it. Oh, they've all seen it. Oh, they've seen it. <laughs> oh, they've seen it. Everybody in the world has seen this guitar. So Not this to give guitar, it away. This guitar belongs to my friend, uh, Chris, Chris Blakey, and he goes online as Fried Okra. And this is one of Paul Kossoff from the band Free, 1959. Yeah, that's Les the Pauls. one. All right now. This is it. Should we play that riff? <laughs> yeah. Should we play that riff? Am yeah. I gonna sound like it? You uh -oh. should, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, because I've spent a lot of time with this guitar now. Uh, At first, I was scared of it. Like, oh I was God, like, yeah. But this thing is a beast, man. Let's see what it sounds like, hold on. 
God. I'll take it. You don't even need that much gain. Paul Kossoff always had that sweet vibrato that. Right. I love it. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny because it's not, it seems like it's it's cleaner mm -hmm. than your than your P90s or yeah. dog ears. Yeah, those dog ears, man, they get pretty muddy and in the dirt, but like in the best way possible. Yeah, yeah, they're in like the best way. Yeah, right. They're down there on the yeah. bottom, man. They're just yeah. like, you know. Yeah, that is. is. It's a really expressive, like what I guess what I look for in guitars are like, you know, you always try as a guitar player to be expressive, but ones that push you just a little further. Right. Kind of go for things maybe you wouldn't always go for. But even this one, it's just like. A... See what the neck pickup does, man. Five riffs. I just repeat them in different ways. <laughs> this thing sounds good. God. What I love too about, especially because I'm I play less Pauls all the time, the ones that vibrate against your body. Right. And then like while you're playing it, it feels like it's alive. You know, I've never seen you on anything other than, other than? Les Paul. Yeah. I used to flirt with like flying V's, SGs, and stuff. Yeah. But I always kept coming back to Les Pauls. Yeah. You know, funny fact, I was actually born in Waukesha where Les Pauls from. Oh, Kinda that cool. is that is meant to be. So I remember when I was a little kid, like seeing a Les Paul and yeah. being like, "Oh yeah, that's cool." Yeah. And then like when I started to play, I was like, "Of course I'm gonna play." Like yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I, yeah. Actually, I did see you playing one of Van Halen's guitars. Oh yeah. That was the only, that was the only time I've seen you not on on a Les Paul. That yeah. felt and that, I love Eddie, of course. Oh yeah. And like I'm a big fan of all guitar, like so much. But when I played that, they brought it out, and I was like. Yeah, I'm probably not the right guy to do yeah, this no. one. Hey, you, God, you sounded great. You Thanks, sounded, yeah, sounded amazing. And he I, still sounded like you, but yeah. it was like an homage to Eddie. Totally, totally. And that yeah. was that was really special. I've been really lucky to to play so many like legendary guitars, sure. and especially in like the Gibson world. Yeah, I've made all these friends and people that have guitars like this, where you're just yeah, of course, 58. 
Les Paul or Flying V, whatever, you know, yeah. it's cool. Well, Jared, you're kind of a big deal, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're, no. You are. <laughs> hey, I know you have one more, uh, one more in the hopper. Yeah, I got one more in the hopper. Let's, let's see that one. Here it comes. So this guitar, people might know about too. It's, uh, thanks, Kev. This guitar came into my life, let's think, probably about a year and a half ago. Um, it's never leaving. Yeah. This guitar, from the moment I plugged it in, turned into like legit, like my favorite Les Paul ever. I can't even believe I have it and the way I got it is so weird. So I'll play it and then I'll talk about it. Okay, Is yeah. that cool? Yeah, please. Let's make sure it works. Let's see what we got going here. All right, check it out. So this is one of the first Les Pauls ever, really. It's an early 1952. Wow. So this guitar was in a tornado. Check out the back. Guy hits me up on Instagram, right? Sends me a DM. And it's got that thing where it says, like, are you sure you want to view this picture? <laughs> see, like, the outline. It was like a gold top. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'll click it. Yeah. He goes, hey, man, my name's TJ. I live, like, near Chicago. Uh, there was a tornado in my hometown in 2013, and this landed in my yard. <laughs> Swear hey. to God. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, and it had dirt and mud and like glass, and you could see like it had been through the ringer. Was it in one piece? No, the neck was snapped off. Oh. So he goes, man, I'm thinking about getting it restored. I don't know what I want to do with it. Um, and so I hit him back right away, and I was like, dude, that's sick. It did not have this tailpiece, right? It didn't have any of this, but all of this was there. Everything besides Pickups, that. knobs, yes. switch. switch. And it, it looked like, man, it went through the war, right? So I saw these two screws on it. And me being, you know, a big internet uh, armchair detective of Les Pauls. <laughs> yeah. No, I saw the screws and I went, that's a really early Les Paul. Because the only ones I've seen like that are super early. Right. So I, I, I hit him back and I was like, dude, I had to shoot my shot. I was like, yeah. you looking to get rid of it? You know? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, I think I want to get it restored. And I was like, okay, cool. I said, well, if you need any help finding someone to do the work for you, I know some really great guys. And I said, here's my number. And I said, and also, if you ever do just decide to get rid of it, I would love to get that thing up and running. And it was snapped at the heel. I'll show you here in a minute. And the next day he calls, and I was like, dude's calling me. So I answer, he's like, hey, man. So uh, I'm just going to give you the guitar. <laughs> I'm like, what? Uh. And he goes, yeah, I didn't buy it. I can't really, I don't feel right selling it. So I think you know, you should just take it and get it fixed and play it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I literally me in the car. Yeah, yeah right. Chicago. And um, I meet up with him and I was like, does it work? 
And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, get a screwdriver. So we tap the, so he plugs it into an amp, we tap it, it's like, brah, brah. I was like, oh yeah, it works. <laughs> so I sent this guitar the next day to Joel at JW Restoration. I told him the story about it. And I was like, dude, it was in a tornado. I was like, this thing is so cool. And we like bonded right away and he's like, yeah, man, I'll fix it for you. And I was like, okay, cool. So what we did is, you can see on the back here, I can show you, but right here at the heel, right. Joel is like a magician. He took the old heel, what was existing of it out, and he built the neck and grafted onto the old heel and put it back on. Wow. And it's rock solid. I said, is that gonna be solid enough, man? Cause I'm gonna rock this thing. Yeah, yeah. He's like, dude, don't worry about it. It's gonna be great. And it's been great. So this guitar, like early 52, the characteristics, the pots in the, the guitar, we, cause I, I said, you gotta look at the pots. And the pots are from, I believe he said April of 1952. So wow. it's pretty early. Right. And the other thing is it had a kind of a tan line like this, uh, where this tailpiece would be. And I would see those pictures of like Mary Ford. Oh yeah. Les Pauls. And there was a few Les Pauls that had kind of this, this style, you know, tailpiece on them. So I was looking on reverb one night and I found this tailpiece. It was, I think it was $25. Oh, and it was like late forties L five tailpiece or whatever. Yeah. And I texted it to Joel. I was like, could we use this on the guitar? He just texts back, buy it. So we bought that. We fitted it with this. Um, I didn't know if it was going to last. We did do a wrap tail on it, but I yeah. like it the way it is. Yeah, it's great. Um, the early characteristics though is this has a center seam play maple top. Wow. Like a burst. Yeah. Um, the body's wider. It's a little bit wider, which is kind of cool. Right. Thicker body. Um, the other thing, obviously this weirdo pickup, it's got no binding on the neck. Right. It's got these weird like hex kind of oh, yeah. style. God, and those, and those knobs are huge. Huge, man. But I like that. Oh, I love it. Like yeah. as a player. Yeah. Sometimes you're playing, you know, like those 70s witch hat knobs. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm trying to get up. Right. With these, man, I, could, I feel like rest in peace, Jeff. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can do. Right. But it feels really good. And, uh. It's just such a fantastic guitar, man. It's yeah. really inspiring. God, that's great. That that guitar found you. Yeah. You know? I knew when I got <laughs> it too. Like I remember Joel sent it to me. We were playing at this theater in Pennsylvania. He's like, I haven't looked at the pickups yet or anything. So I got the guitar and it was done. I could still smell the glue. And I was like, man, what if it doesn't work? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I remember I plug it into my rig and I just go like this. And I was like, it's working. And like my guys were like staring, they're like, <laughs> and all of a sudden I just kind of did like a I remember going. <laughs> it works. And then I was... This thing's got a little extra on the end. That is great, man. And then someone goes, oh, you shouldn't play that guitar. It's been through enough. And I'm like, dude, if this thing can withstand a yeah, tornado, yeah. snap neck and all, yeah. I think it's ready for the road, man. Oh, so yeah. I take it everywhere. Yeah. It, the last time I saw you was at that... Um, that well, I've never heard a guitar story that <laughs> Wild, right, dude? Yeah. And everyone I hand this thing to, even Bonamassa was like, we did a session together. And he's like, dude, I'm going to bring a bunch of guitars for you to play. He had some crazy gear he brought yeah. and I plugged this in and I, I he's like play the guitar and I just went like 
did some BS lick like that or whatever. And he was like, yeah, we'll start there. Yeah. I was like, good with the guitar? Played the guitar the whole session. And then we were at dinner. I was like, Joe, what do you think of that gold top, how it sounds? And he's just like, yeah. And I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, Joe approved. Yeah, that dude knows. Yeah, he's going to yeah, know. Yeah, he knows. God, that's great. Okay, so amazing guitars. Thanks, man. Let's talk about the rest of your rig. Yeah, it's super um, simple. Why don't we start with, okay, so you've got your, uh, your signature amp. Mm -hmm. What are you running today? So today I have... This one right here, I thought this was kind of fun to bring too because, yeah. man, this came out in 2019. It's the JJN20 Blackstar 20 watt, right? Head in this kind of 212 cabinet. Yeah. This is the first one they ever sent me. And I'm oh, still really? using it. Great. Man, in 2019, I went to like 22 countries. I was on the road for like 308 days, right? This was right after we'd met. Right. Or before, right before we met. Yeah. But this head was with me in my last ring rundown. Yeah. And um, I would put this thing in a suitcase. I mean, I beat the crap on right <laughs> yeah it no real case just checking it through it still works man so yeah. I, i've been using this and this thing sounds awesome so with the jjn20 i run this on the clean channel with the dirt all the way up it's a lot more articulate than this big one so um let me just pull this tube screamer off going here is that right nope that's right here we go yeah. it's got some reverb What's Killer. cool about that too is it's got a lot of reverb kind of, yeah. but when you mix it with that super dry one, it's right. It's got a, a nice little, yeah. kind of gives it a little shimmer. Yeah, it almost sounds, it almost sounds like, like some of those recordings where you have a room mic that's off mm -hmm. of it. Doesn't sound as much like it almost sounds like when you have it combined, it almost sounds like a room mic combined with a close mic. Totally, yeah, it's killer, man. It's really nice, and it helps me because um, at the end of the day, I have a hard time if it, if an amp is it doesn't give me enough dynamics. Even when I'm playing like heavy, you know, if I don't have enough dynamics, I start to feel uninspired. So yeah. I'm at like one level. With this thing, it's got a really nice, because I can, I can back it off. So it's got enough on the volume. To right. Yeah, and then, I'll show you guys this big dog. Now, this is a 100 watt artisan, and this thing is like cut your head off loud. Yeah. I don't even have it up that loud. What I'm basically using this for is a lot of the low end. The thing I feel like I love, uh, when we were making my last record, using this, it just gave so much bottom and it has more bark, right? Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things I kind of like that sometimes you can't get out of the, like a 20 watt. This is a 100 watt in the 20 watt, right? So it's very dry. <laughs> and fairly clean fairly you know? clean right and then when i add uh some you know dirt, dirt to it god that's great so it's it's really simple um and I always find if I if I overcomplicate the rig, yeah, man, I just like simplicity. So right. it's like well, I, I'm already complicated enough. Well, the last time I saw you, we were doing that um, Guitars for Vets show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you walked in. All you had was that guitar. Yeah. And I don't know if you used a backline amp or that amp. Backline. Yeah. yeah. So you just walked in with that guitar, no pedals, backline amp. Yeah. That was it. 
Sometimes I feel like, remember, sometimes you get inspired by different gears. So like when you're put yeah. in an uncomfortable situation, I try yeah. to embrace it. I'm right. like, okay, cool. What am I going to do with this? Yeah. Like, yeah how yeah. am I going to make this work? In your sound check, you just walked over and like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That was, it was the quickest setup ever. Yeah. Usually it's like a few notes and then I'll leave the rest to, uh, for excitement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And okay. then, yeah, that's it, man. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's talk about your, um, your modest pedal board. Yeah. So. The pedal board's super simple. I have like like tonight. What I'm doing is I'm running both amps always on at the same time, which is like kind of like, I guess like a hobo wet dry, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Does that make sense? It's like a yeah. hobo's wet dry. Yeah. Like I don't know what I'm doing, yeah. but it sounds good. <laughs> so, yeah, it sounds so, good. So what I have is um, I met um, I did this camp with Paul Gilbert in, last summer, and it was awesome. It was like me, Paul Gilbert, Greg Koch, Andy Timmons. And I'm standing up there with these guys. And I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> so there was a friend, uh, one of my friends, his name's Tyler. He works for Ibanez. He hooked me up with a ton of tube screamers. Oh, great. And here's a good story. I was traveling with a clon. Well, last summer I was on tour with Zach Wild and we were playing in West Virginia. Somebody tried to steal that clon. So That's... I got to the point with this pedal, this clon pedal. I'm sure someone's heard of it out there. No, yeah, yeah. but people would see it and they would be like, it was almost like a dog to like a bone. Yeah, right. So we'd be playing these venues and um, you know, when you're traveling like that, you know, I'd set up my board and then I'd leave it until we play the show. So maybe it'd be an hour, two hours, three hours, and I'd walk in the back, get some food, or you know, yeah. we'd, we'd go to the gym or whatever we do. Yeah. And and the clown would be on the board. And then sure enough, we were at this this festival in West Virginia and I walk up there and my whole board's gone. Oh. Cables are still there, but the board's gone. Ended up in someone's trailer. I have a tracker. Oh, do you really? Yeah, like uh, AirTag. Get AirTags for your cases God, and that's stuff. that's a great idea. Yes. So do that because that'll save your life, especially when you're traveling. Put an AirTag in your guitar case, if, even if you gate check it. Like, I'll have to gate check this, and they'll be like, yeah, we don't know where your guitar is. And I'm like, I know where it is. It's, it's literally <laughs> in the planes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So anyways. Great idea. AirTags, man. Do it. Okay. They're cheap. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I got these tube screamers because I really like the way they sound. And um, so you got your your claw yeah, yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. almost. Oh, oh close one. Th this guitar was about to become like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it was getting pretty serious, but I got it back. Everything was good. But I said, you know what? Right now, it's not worth the risk of having this and yeah. losing it for something stupid. So I got these tube screamers and I'm loving the way they sound. God, they sound killer. Yeah. 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 So the first one I have, it's like this dual tube screamer. Um, basically, I use the, the first side of it. I run it all the way up, and then when I have that with these amps, it pushes just enough so it gives me that dynamic control I want. Yeah. So if I have this on, I usually have this on all the time, and I have. Simple. Oh yeah, sounds great. Yeah, sounds great. It's got a lot of bottom end, and what I noticed too is it's super trebly, so I have the tone all the way up. Yeah, that, I think that's the secret because because a lot of times tube screamers have that. They have something in that upper register that just sounds not yeah. like what I want. Isn't it funny how like, I don't know about you, but I remember when I was like 15, I picked up a guitar. I had a tube screamer and I was like, yeah, this is awesome. It's like, I still use them. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I use that and that usually stays on all the time. And then moving on from that, I have this really cool pedal. It's made by a company called Sabadius in Argentina. It's this funky vibe. And boy, is it funky. <laughs> so by the way, a quick disclaimer about these pedals. The only reason that I'm really using some of these pedals is because this new record, there's certain tones on it that 
and riffs. Yeah. That like, when we were in the studio, I was like, all right, I'm gonna throw a Univibe on it. And I wanna be able to recreate it live. So this is the same stuff I used on the record. Yeah. So here's that funky vibe. I, of course, I'm gonna play it. There's some stuff I do sometimes when I want to be like the um, the uh, D-list Tom Morello, you know? <laughs> but I'll, I'll mess around down here and get the sure. speeds cranking. Yeah. It has a vibrato too, but that just makes me seasick. I just use it for the chorus. Yeah. And I run it the speed pretty slow. But there's something about that throb, man. And I'll run it too, where it's where it's more quiet, and I'll do parts like. It's more of a kind of a texture. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, and you usually are in a three-piece anyway, and you're covering a lot of sonic ground. That too is. I know I'm talking a lot, but that's like the P90 thing too. It was like yeah. listening to Leslie West and early Clapton and stuff. It's like, how am I going to cover the ground? Right. Because. I love Stevie Ray and I love the Strat Blue. Like I grew up loving that. But every time I played it, I felt like I was trying to sound like someone else. So yeah. I picked up like a Les Paul and this P90 thing. It was like, okay, now I got to like cover it up in a different way. <laughs> yeah. So it's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's great. Moving on. I just got this pedal like two weeks ago. It is um, this uh, guy in England, BG Harding, right? It's a Zonk pedal. You ever heard of it? No. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's gross. So, so check this thing out. Okay. Well, first off, there's that. So it's, all right, let me talk about it quick. It's super dynamic, but when it gets to the top, it's just disgusting. That's the, the, the tone tip. turn the fuzz up. I'm still learning how to use it. It is so cool. Sometimes. It, it yeah. is so cool. That one could get you in trouble. That, 
<laughs> you can only play that in like a trio, <laughs> like your own thing. Yeah, right. But it's kind of cool too, because I mean, it's got an early. I first heard Doyle Bramhall II playing one, and I thought it sounded so cool because he would do like. A... Kind of Octavia-esque? Yeah. It's gross, John. <laughs> it, is gr it is gross. I love it. So then, usually, and then I just have another Tube Screamer because I love Stevie, and he, like, he would have one on and then click on one for a solo, right? Yeah. So here's the, the uh, one on. Yeah, love it. And then Octavia. This pedal I got when I was like 16 or 17. Oh, really? That, that one? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. And I hated it. Because <laughs> when I turned it on and I tried to play a chord, it was like... Well, hold on. That's not actually cool. But... I didn't know how to use it, but what's really cool about it, I leave the boost kind of down, volume up. It's got the craziest tones, man. So like a. Check this out, John. Disgusting. Oh. But I'll tell you what, there's no better feeling than laying into that thing going. <laughs> kind of cool, right? Oh. Yeah, it's like when you can't get any bigger, it gets bigger. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What is it? What it can get bigger. Yeah. And with that thing, it's kind of cool too if you were to be on uh, nuancey with it too, like this yeah. here. Check this out. God. Something different. Yeah. You know, if, if I was just listening and not looking, I'd have no idea how right. you do that. And then if you roll the neck all the way back. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you knocked a filling out of my tooth on that, <laughs> on that one. Just shook it loose. There it is. And then I have one last pedal. It's a Wawa. Yeah. It's, I really like this. It's the RMC Wah. Um, the thing I like about it is it's really articulate. So like, when I click it on. 
it reminds me of those Clapton-esque tones that I like from like the cream stuff. Like, uh, right. uh, uh, even though um, all that like. It's a little Hendrix set. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's like a real conversation. Like, like I, I like when you, you, it seems like you use it very judiciously, you know, because you don't spend a lot of time on it. No. But when you come in, yes. it really says something. Yeah, it says something. And it's also, uh, you know, we're talking about like the one more factor. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you just need that extra treble yeah. hit to the eardrum. <laughs> yeah. So when you're playing, you're just, you know, you guys are, everyone's like, <laughs> Yeah, that's great. That yeah, that's like the end of the night. Sound man takes a two by four, just turns everything up, <laughs> every fader up. Yes. Yeah. Oh God, that's great. Yeah, man. Well, Jared, hey, man, great seeing you. Great hearing you play, dude. Thanks, You're taking over the world. Congratulations. I'm doing my thing, <laughs> and I'm happy to be doing my thing. Yeah. And, uh, thanks I love everyone your that thing. Stuck in. <laughs> I love your thing. Thanks, man. Hey, y'all. Till next time.